unleashing the rising billions, disrupting tradition, always be closing, gaining exponential wisdom from street smart strategies. I dream the kind of dreams that other people said would not be possible. Free your mind. Nothing happens till something moves. I'm a big fan of going all in on your strengths. Create your blue ocean. Innovation and collaboration with competition. Do you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life? Or do you want to come with me and change the world? Creating uncontested market space. I worry that people don't tap into their strengths. Wealth creation and a new economy entrepreneur. And there is a very thin dividing line between success and failure. Witnessing unprecedented technology. You can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold Show with Christopher Cumbie and Alan Witch. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hi, it's Christopher Cumbie with Think Bold, Be Bold, here with my awesome co-host, my only co-host... Alan Witch is in the house. What's going on, my friend? What's going on, my Hey, brother? Chris. I'm having a great day. Thanks for the nice intro. It's nice to see your face this morning. Good morning. Good afternoon, morning. almost, for you guys there on closer to the East Coast, a little south of me in a really warm part of the country. Yeah, welcome, and uh, thanks for... Uh, Thanks for the nice entry. Appreciate that, bud, and appreciate you. Well, this has been a really good day, and we got a great guest, and I'm just, I'm just anxious to get I'm going. Always here. pumped up to talk to this guy. He's got a lot of great things to share, and you know, he's been, um, been growing. You know, we had him on the show, and you know, you look back, and you know, the amount of growth and the opportunities, and, and just the things that happen uh, around him are you know purposeful for one but also it's an interesting thing that he does that he's got himself you know and i want to say a fly on the wall in conversations that most people don't have we're going to talk a lot about that today because he's got some cool stuff he's he's doing uh you know to help people like yourself uh do that and and we can't wait to dive into that but you know audience like i always say get your journals out because this is where the golden nuggets fly and uh these are the little things that you know you might hear something today gives you that little slight edge and um you know sometimes that's all that's all it takes for something to happen magical in your life so uh alan let's bring them on brother I'm excited. You know, a, a lot of people try to figure out, you know, how they're going to build wealth. And uh, our guest today has not only figured that out, he's really, I, I don't want to say, I don't ever want to say mastered, but he's pretty much mastered the art of, uh, of flipping real estate and creating an environment where he can take somebody else's uh, release uh, and really turn that into a, a real gold nugget for somebody else. And along the way, you know, taking a piece of that for himself. But he's doing something else, too. He's taking that knowledge now, and he's offering that piece of knowledge to the masses. And he's doing it in a very unique way. I'm not going to give it away because I want him to talk about that. But talk about understanding and delivering content from one perspective and from one end of the, of the spectrum to the other. He's really kind of built that bridge you know, that cavern, there's always that cavern between those that have and those that have not, right? And so the knowledge has got to, that's got to be invested to be able to build that bridge. He's already built that bridge for us, and, it, and people don't even understand what has gone into building that. 
but he's able to walk across and deliver the content and deliver value to both ends of that spectrum like that. And so I, I wanted to talk about that. We're going to dive right into that. Uh, but Matt Atchison, welcome to Think Bold, Be Bold, Mr. Uh, Millionaire Mindcast. Right. We'd love to What's have you up, back on, guys? Matt. Thanks so much. <laughs> oh, it's a pleasure to be back on with you guys, you know, always having some high-level conversation and hearing what you guys are up to and all the amazing things that you guys are, you know, providing for your community and obviously all the people in your wake is uh, – it's inspiring. So it's good to be on, man. Thank you. Yeah, which uh, – well, awesome. you're welcome and uh, thanks for uh, thanks for finding some time. You know, there's a couple things obviously uh, that we're going to dive in on and, you know, one of them being wealth building – um, and specifically what you can help people, uh, you know, understand um, and, you know, what's out there as opportunities. But, um, you know, you've also got some things that, uh, you know, just on your show alone, and I want to dive there for a second on the Millionaire Mindcast. Um, you know, you've done uh, a wonderful job of bringing on some great entrepreneurs and, you know, thought leaders and, you know, some really great stuff in there and there's great content. Uh, what drove you to, you know, do that, Matt, and, and what transpired from doing that uh, when you took that sort of leap of faith and you said, hey, I got to start a podcast, right? Uh, what happened? Because, you know, obviously some really great stuff uh, that we know about, but I really want the audience to understand how powerful, you know, you, you took an idea and, and you just kept going with it. Yeah, it's it's kind of a you know, and I'm biased here, right? So I'm gonna say it's kind of a cool idea, and yet uh, I you know I really believe that this is something that really is is available to anybody, and I think it's something that is uh, relatable to anybody. You know, sure. if you're listening to this right now and you're saying, you know, I want to create more wealth in my life, said everybody, right? At the end of the day, whether that's financial wealth, whether that is relational wealth, whether that is health. I mean, there's all these different pillars of life, or I call the the, the life right. gardens. You know, whether that's contribution and giving back, it's your age-defined health and keeping your your mind, your body, your soul healthy. Your you know relationships. You, for for me, being a better husband, a better father, or, you know, wife or mother, or whatever it may be, business owner, um, traveling and adventure and fun. You know, all these different categories that in my opinion, all come together to make up this, what I call the whole life millionaire, somebody that is living abundantly in all areas of life. Because I think we all know that one person that works their ass off and they make a lot of money and then you look at their personal life and they have no relationship with their kids, they have no relationship with their spouse or it's in shambles, they're mm -hmm. you know not taking care of their health, they're not even thinking about giving back to the community or a charity or a cause, they're not traveling, it's just... It's very one-sided, right? And so this whole life millionaire concept was something that, you know, I always knew that I wanted to achieve at some point in my life, and I just didn't really know how I was going to get there. And uh, sure. at this point in time, I was 23 years old, so I was starting to get some, you know, wealth accumulation in uh, real estate investing and the, and the businesses that I was creating, and yet I was grinding my butt off, you know, and, and I didn't have any balance at that point in time, which I think there's times and seasons where you're, you're going to grind and the scales will be tilted a little sure. bit. But at the same time, um, that's really all I knew. And I wanted more. There was something else out there that I just didn't quite know what it was. And so I ended up getting invited um, to a millionaire mastermind called Go Abundance. I was 20, about 25 years old, 24 or 25 years old. And um, I was in a room with guys that, you know, had a net worth of 
75, 100, 150. You know, there's somebody there that was worth $400 million. And, uh, wow. and the conversation was obviously about wealth building, but it, it was funny. It was a very tiny fraction of the conversation. And it was ar around all those other life pillars that at that time I just wasn't giving much attention to. And I realized that by being in that conversation, it exposed me to so many new ways of thinking and so many new ways of living, and it gave me permission to actually go after those things. And I've always believed we grow into the conversations around us. So if you're hanging around nine other pessimistic people who always have the victim mentality and aren't talking about all of the opportunities or the resolutions or the solutions or whatever it may be, you're going to be the 10th person who adopts that negative mindset. Um, same thing right, goes for your right. environment, right? Well, on the contrary, you know, if you hang around nine other millionaires who are talking about deals and are talking about all these important things going on in their life outside of just making money and giving back and traveling and goal setting and relationships and being better all together, you're probably going to adopt that mentality as well. And so sure. I realized that at my age of 25, and I felt like I was a pretty resourceful guy, if I wasn't being exposed to these conversations, how many other people weren't having access to these conversations on a daily basis? And so to kind of fast forward two years later, um, I had tripled my net worth. Uh, I had, you know, started traveling. I went to like six or seven different countries within that time frame. I had taken off more than, you know, two months practically every year to spend with my, my family. And I have, you know, two little girls. I got a beautiful wife. And so I started seeing, you know, this accumulation of wealth created in other areas of my life outside of just making money. And I was thinking, you know, if, if I was able to do this, one, I, I wanted to share this with everybody, you know, to give them the same opportunity that they could have it as well. And if, if it all spawned and, and came from just being in the conversation and being exposed to some of these things, then how many other people in the world that were less fortunate than me or had less resources or less availability or less bandwidth or less community or network than me weren't getting this. And it was probably a pretty big chunk of people. And that so that's sad. where the millionaire mindcast was created okay. was if I can invite other individuals who are living this kind of lifestyle, this whole life millionaire lifestyle, who have obviously created some amazing success through entrepreneurship and built some great wealth, but who are also just living abundantly in all these other pillars and picked their brain and had those conversations and gave it out for free on the podcast, just like the amazing people you bring on yours. How many, like you said, that one degree shift that might tilt somebody's world or put them on a new track or a new trajectory. Um, and to be able to have that ripple effect, like those individuals had in my life, that got me fired up. And so yeah. that's where the millionaire Mindcast was created and, you know, 150, interviews later and and those are just aired you know i got a right. ton more in the queue and continuing to do that um it's been amazing i'm sure you guys get the same you know messages and comments i've got people from all around the world that have you know not only shared amazing success stories but who have also shared some you know unreal challenges suicide things like that that they were considering that you know one conversation one nugget that maybe you know alan 
or you, Chris, shared one day that changes someone's life. And we don't necessarily, you know, it's it's an amazing intention to have, and yet you don't necessarily know right. or can quantify right. the impact exactly. until someone shares that with you. Man, that gets me fired yeah. up. And so me I wanted too. to create more opportunities and spaces like that for people. Well, I think you said something really interesting about intention because that was your intention to put it out there. And, you know, later you're getting the comments back that says, you know what, I, I, I needed to hear that today. So it's like any discussion we have and we can share some little thing of, you know, positivity. You know, my big thing is, you know, just do something nice for someone today. Just someone, anybody. Maybe it's yourself. Just do something, you know, for someone. So, um, you know, I, I the beauty that. about, yeah. Beauty I have this the, actually uh, on my planner. <laughs> There I keep this in my daily routine, and I have certain things on my daily planner that I, uh, I that it. I remind myself to check off. And For one sure. of those is one random act of kindness daily. And whether that's just paying go. somebody a compliment, you know, giving somebody a dollar on the street, buying someone a coffee behind you. Um, like I said, it's not necessarily always quantifiable, but that right. contribution, that deposit into the world, uh, it sure. comes back tenfold. It's huge. Big time. It's Big huge time. There, because there's it a also ripple helps effect. you. Yeah, create your character. People see your character, not just in what you say, but in what you do, because that does well, come around. That does go out there and float. And and the podcast, you know, you went around the world, um, and that was the beauty about it yeah. is that you can affect people that you know maybe don't have the same economics um, as you know first world countries, but they can certainly access iTunes. They can certainly right. access the other mm -hmm. platforms now that the internet has spread as far as it has. And, you know, you, you, so I'm just going to recap a couple of things because uh, I always try to pull out, you know, some golden nuggets and, and things that, um, uh, you know, maybe people miss sometimes when they just hear it the first time. And, you, you know, going down this road, uh, you, you knew there was more in, and you wanted to access that, you know, and a mastermind did that for you. It, it, it gave you a new perspective. And, and funny enough, you were in the mastermind and, you know, you would think that, you know, everybody with that wealth uh, would be focused on, you know, more money. Uh, but the, the exact opposite was happening is that they were thinking more about, you know, the abundance of life, the balance that they can have, the trips that they can take, the people they can be with, the family that they can, you know, um, be happy with. And, you know, I think that all boils down to what I call the common denominator between all people. And that is that we have happiness that we seek. And, you know, it's that happiness, whatever it means to you, um, yeah. is really that, you know, flow and that frequency that when you're in a room like that, it's less and less about, because I, you know, obviously we run a mastermind, we're in masterminds, and you know how powerful, you know, when you bring those types of people together that resonate on that level that it's not about the money. Yeah, the money is great. The money, it, it allows, you know, growth and allows you to affect and help other people, it, you know, as long as obviously you're focused on that in your business. But, you know, for the most part, the people that we're in these masterminds with and how powerful it is, um, it's just, you know, the common denominator in that room is, you know, everybody's pretty happy. Um, and they're really happy helping others, and and that was the really big thing out of a mastermind that I that I saw. So I wanted to throw that out there just so people, um, you know, listening in, uh, know the power of these things, and 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 whatever level, you know, obviously you're in a a, a, a high net worth group, but masterminds can you know, be focused on a lot of different things, not just necessarily Absolutely. about, um, you know, building businesses. You can, you know, go after a cause and be part of a mastermind to be able to do that as an example, Abs right? So Absolutely. Yeah, I, it was funny. Yeah. I uh, was recently, Jeff Hoffman has been a mentor of mine. I'm sure you guys are familiar awesome. with Jeff. Yeah, um, he's coming on the show. Founder of yeah. Priceline. Yes. He's, he's amazing. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. 
um, there's one thing that always sticks out to me is oftentimes a lot of people, you know, when it comes to wealth building and creating money, have a lot of poor programming around money. One, yeah, I mean, go. it blows mm -hmm. my mind that money is what makes the world yeah. go around, and yet we don't teach it in schools, right? So right. that's it's not even incorporated into our, our education system, which is mind-boggling to me. It's insane. Right? But on top of that, um, there's just a lot of poor programming around money, whether it's something your parents said, you know, money doesn't grow on trees or, you know, right? There's all those cliched statements or you see and often is highlighted people of power who have a lot of money. Um, the, the stories that are often championed are the ones that, you know, include corruption and include a lot of negativity and stigma around. And yet um, there's a lot of people with a lot of money doing a lot of great things. And, and I can attest to having that old mindset to being exposed and reprogramming and rewiring my brain around having more of a wealth mindset. And, you know, at the end of the day, money only makes you more of who you already are. It just amplifies that. So if you're a crappy person and you mm -hmm. have money, you're just going to probably become, you know, more of a crappy person because of what you're doing, <laughs> vice versa. Mm -hmm. If you have a lot of money and you are already an amazing person, it just gives you more of a platform to have the impact through sure. that resource or energy, Most right? Definitely. And so, you know, I, I just believe that for a lot of people, it just starts with a, a, an audit of what is my money mindset. And from there, oftentimes, you know, rule number one is just never deny money. Don't let your ego get in the way of that. Whatever your belief system is right mm -hmm. now, know that you can change the way you think about that. Because sure. you never want to subconsciously block money and block wealth, which is what I no. usually find no. most people are doing. So yeah. it's always they interesting. Want it. to, they want it, but there's a fine line between uh, them thinking about they don't have it. So, yeah. you know, obviously yeah. that's where you put well, your perception. It's, all, it's your almost like you're not allowed to talk about it either. You'd mentioned well, that just a second ago. True. It's not Culture. It's not common knowledge, it's, right? It's, it's, it's taboo, a cultural to thing. be honest. It is, yeah. it is taboo. You know, and money's People a don't like talking about because, it. Well, they don't. And they, usually the people that don't mind, and this is going to sound really bad, I don't mean it that way. Usually the people that don't mind, that don't want to talk about it, don't have it. Because it is a fear of loss or a fear of get because they haven't necessarily been taught maybe how to get it. And, you know, m money's a unique thing. It ranks right up there with oxygen if you don't have any, right? I mean, it's a big mm. deal. But like you said, it, it allows you choices <laughs> yes. and opportunities. It is what it is. It is a vehicle that moves people. It's a vehicle that, that creates opportunity for people. And if we can get people's mindset around that, as opposed to what you mentioned a second ago, the greed concept, and I think people think money, they think greed, right? Because we're yep. a litigious society and we like greed. We want to be able to, to gain it all in. But money is a piece that makes things happen. It gives you choices. It gives opportunities. And it allows you to extend your ability and your goodwill well beyond your own circle of influence, like you said. So I'm glad that you said that because I think most people don't. But you did mention that in your mastermind, that was the mindset of the people in the mastermind. Yeah. Is how can I take what I have and, and not necessarily make it bigger, but how can I give it to others so that they can do it? And it's unfortunate that we have to come to that agreement after being in a mindset, not yeah, when we're 9, know, right? 10, 12, 14 years old, right? Because look at what yeah. could be created. But you're doing yeah. something like that. You're, you're taking that information and you're, and you're offering that now to a much larger contingent of people. Yeah, let's and talk, talk about, about that a little bit. Yeah, sure. talk about what you're doing with, with the mastermind and how that's reaching people at a very small barrier of entry with a very big message. 
Yeah, you know, so one of the things that I wanted to uh, do with the, the podcast was to invite people into the conversation, right? And what, what they choose to do after being in the conversation is completely up to them. For but sure. right. after being in the conversation, you still want to give people options to, you know, further go down that rabbit hole if that's something that they choose. There might be a lot of people that go, you know what? I'm happy living paycheck to paycheck. I get to do what I need to do. I get to spend time with who I want to spend time with. And to me, that's what wealth means, right? And that's one thing that I've yeah. learned after interviewing time. so many different people is everybody has their own definition of wealth. Chris's right. definition of wealth, Alan's <laughs> definition of wealth, my definition of wealth could all be different and not one is right or wrong. So so right. that's the, the first thing that I always throw out there is going, hey, you know, based on what your definition is, you just got to be clear on that so then you can reverse engineer your lifestyle by design to meet you getting to live that wealthy life, right? Um, but so one of the things that I wanted to kind of further that opportunity for a lot of people was um, people kept saying, hey, like I love your show and I love what this guest had to say, but it'd be so amazing to be able to you know, talk to these people and to have a little bit more hands-on mentorship because I'm going through X or I'm experiencing Y or, you know, my business sure. is here or my life is there or whatever it may be. And so that's where the Billionaire Mentors Mastermind was spurred because I think mentorship is this kind of, you know, trending word right now. And, you know, I, I, I don't know if you guys can can speak differently on it, but I know for me personally, I would say that my mentors – have been probably the greatest life and business hack that I have been able to utilize in order to get to where I'm currently at today. And you know, when I take inventory with my grandparents and you know my parents, and they are you know exposed to some of the stuff I'm doing, they're going, "We didn't have that 10, 15, 20 years ago." Yeah, Unless you were exactly. a high-level CEO in a boardroom, or you were paying twenty, forty, fifty, a hundred thousand dollars to be in some of these mastermind groups, which were still mastermind. What is that? You know, um, mm -hmm. there was no opportunity to be in these conversations and to be exposed to this kind of stuff. It was behind closed doors, and so for That's me, it was exactly. So now mentorship is something that basically the world has access to, and it's still it. going to continue to grow and to give more access to people. And so that's where the Millionaire Mentors Mastermind for seven bucks a month, I was like, I'm just gonna bring in other millionaires and do live Q&A calls where the people in this community can actually ask questions to these people. It. Whatever they're going through right now, whatever part of the river they're standing in, I'm pretty sure that that millionaire who's got more experience, more wisdom, has done some of the things that they want to be doing or modeling after can answer based on when they stood in that part of the river. And so that's where sure. um, they get access to, uh, to ask those questions. There's a bunch of other bonuses and resources and community and stuff like that. But for seven bucks a month, I mean, shoot, I spend that on a Starbucks coffee once, you know, once a day, yeah. let alone you know, to get yeah. that kind of wisdom uh, to be able to accelerate your results, to be able to shorten your learning curve, to be able to avoid mistakes that you probably make otherwise without being able to ask some of these questions, to be able to get tapped into their resources, their network, you know, all of those things could be potentially priceless and or life-changing like it has been for me. And I'm sure you guys can all pinpoint sure. mentors and conversations and experiences that have done the same for you. So my goal was to, you know, instead of charging five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars to be in these quote unquote mastermind groups without the big commitment that a lot of these mastermind mm -hmm. groups require, what if you just did it for seven bucks a month? 
to get in, to be able to ask these questions, to get some of the clarity that you're looking for and get back to what it is that you're focusing on, which is, you know, unlocking a more rich and fulfilling life for yourself. And, and so that's where I created that. And, you know, we got people from all around the world now that are tuning into it. If you got access to the Internet and, a, you know, a smartphone and or computer, uh, you can take advantage of it. Sure. Well, like I love concept. it. It's a quick in and out. It's a quick hit. You know, it allows you to get right in there. And I just want to say I honor you for doing that. I mean, that's awesome. You're taking a, a – people will say it's a risk, but it's not really a risk because you're giving back. The fact that you're charging for it is probably irrelevant. It's an opportunity for you to really extend in a vehicle, a true vehicle, a vessel, for yep. people to really learn and to be able to grab that. Oh, I, that's what I needed. It's like doing yard work and you need that one tool. Oh, I got that tool now. Now I can finish my mission. I can I can go about my day without making the huge commitment. And that and that's so kudos for doing that. That's and awesome. And I'm gonna flip well, it for, around. You know, from the economic impact. Um, you know, by reaching out to countries that are, you know, let's face it, um, lower standards of living uh, and yep. offer up a program that, you know, we all know the rising billions are coming into that never bought anything on the Internet ever in their lives mm -hmm. are thinking about, you know, what they can do to get into entrepreneurship or better yet, you know, this millionaire sort of thing that, you know, we all know, you know, now in the first world countries, there's lots of millionaires, lots. Mm -hmm. But in these countries, the millionaire is still that first sort of step. I would imagine it's probably the, you know, five figure to six figure piece, you know, more yep. apt mm -hmm. in many of these countries. So offering up that and having that economic impact allows, you know, in my mind, Matt, from another side of things, from the economic side of things, is for you to make it even bigger than what it is. So, Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, there's a mission, but you're able to then, you know, make it bigger, which can affect a lot more people, as we know, and uh, and help this world move in that direction of entrepreneurism, because that's what the basis of this country and many first world countries are built on. Let's not mistake it. It is the crux to the economy and helping people access that is is absolutely a great mission. And I love it from an economic mm -hmm. standpoint. More and more Absolutely. people are becoming Absolutely. entrepreneurs every single day, right? And with sure. the tool of the internet, um, it gives more people an opportunity to take advantage and leverage that, especially as more people come online, which is going to, you know, triple essentially over the next Big decade. And, uh, yeah. you know, this is something that, you know, Jeff Hoffman always says is entrepreneurship is uh, essentially a shovel for someone to dig and, and build their own, you know, fate and their future and, and yeah. their own, you know, income, and and I'm just trying to be one of the stewards that passes out more shovels. I love it, and and it's a playground. <laughs> you know, really is what you yeah. said. It's it's a playground to go in and play, and you know, this concept about playing well in the sandbox. Well, you know, that's a real concept, right, in business as well. So it's a playground. Play well in the sandbox. Help other people, and you know, certainly you're playing that part, uh, Matt. So I'm. Um, Really excited for you. And, uh, but let's talk guys. about, you know, wealth building, of course, and, you know, something that you do to build your wealth. And, you know, we can't have a show without understanding, you know, where that came from, because obviously you had a foundation to build from something you fell into, maybe by accident, maybe by design. Um, and I love what you said about, you know, really now, you know, a little later mm -hmm. and probably a lot, a little wiser uh, that you're designing <laughs> your life uh, by reverse engineering where you want to go. And, you know, we talk a lot about mm -hmm. that, obviously, um, on having a direction and then, you know, everything else has to lead to that direction. I mean, it's simple. Right. It's not easy for a lot of people, obviously. Um, Absolutely. But Matt, let's talk about your wealth 
building uh, vehicle because I, I, I find it always interesting and I'm always wanting to learn. This is an opportunity for, you know, us and Al, my, myself and Alan to step back a little bit and go, hmm, let's get a little slight edge today from Matt. And uh, we're going to do that. So here we go. Yeah, as Game podcast on. and radio hosts, right, we selfishly are the ones who get served at the highest level because we get to usually ask the questions we want to ask. Right. So, uh, right. so yeah, I fell into to real estate, you know, before I actually fell into real estate, I was exposed to real estate by my mom. My, both my parents were, you know, corporate ladder climbers. Um, we were, you know, lower, moved up to middle income, um, you know, middle class, and uh they were just, they were grinders. They were hard workers. They, they followed the path, right? That was essentially, you know, given to them. And my mom always had this entrepreneurial bug though in her. And she would go to real estate investing seminars when I was like 10, 11, 12, 13, and she would take me with her. So I was actually exposed to a lot of these, you know, wealth building real estate seminars uh, very early on. And she would buy the courses and, you know, do the things like that. And she would go back to her day job and put the courses up on the shelf and they'd collect dust uh, until I pulled them down <laughs> off the shelf and was studying them and was learning about them and was doing some of these things. And so fast forward to when I graduated college, I was working at an investment firm. Um, I started off as a cold caller grinding with this guy. And I worked my way up to being kind of his right hand. And he was a small business owner, so an entrepreneur. And I got exposed to entrepreneurship in a very intimate level. And I realized that I didn't want to work for this guy after I graduated from college. I was going to move back home, move back in with my dad, trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grow up. You know, I was still very kind of not sure. And um, I was on Craigslist one day, came across get your real estate license, you know, we'll pay for it, da, 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 which is basically, you know, now looking back, just their ploy to get you in their office and producing, you know, sure. <laughs> uh, transactions so they can skim off a little commission mm -hmm. for you, right? And um, and I was thinking, ah, oh, real estate, hmm. And so I started doing a little bit more research and I had all these boxes, you know, kind of written down and, all right, so I want to be my own boss. I want the freedom and flexibility over my time. I want no ceiling on what I can achieve income-wise. I want to be able to work with people and make an impact on the community in a positive way. And most importantly, I don't want to just make money. I want to generate and be in a vehicle that I can actually create long-term wealth. And that was probably the asterisk there where there was a lot of opportunities where I could check off all those other boxes. But which one gave me the biggest compounding effect or exponential growth when it came to building wealth? And uh, real estate was the one that checked off that box. I mean, I'm sure you've heard nine out of 10 millionaires became so through real estate. Who knows if that fact is actually true or not. But at the end of the day, um, that's what led me into real estate. And uh, I ended up basically working for another guy for about 10, 11 months while I was getting licensed and studying and kind of, I was 21 years old. So I was still new, um, but I was working for him for free and he was flipping houses. And so while I was trying to be a quote unquote realtor and build up my real estate team and business, um, I was exposed to the investing side of things very early mm -hmm. on. And I saw that this guy was buying property hand over fist. This was back in 2010, 11, when right after the crash foreclosures were in every market around the country. And so he was just, you know, cherry picking deals left and right. 
and I was practically running his construction crews. I was doing the marketing for the properties. I was doing the material selections. I was basically doing everything but funding the deals, right? Mm -hmm. And I saw how much money he was making with little time that he was putting into these things, just leveraging the systems. And I went, man, this is scalable. This is not only scalable, but this is something that can allow you to create some vertical income that would eventually, he was taking all the profits from these flips and he was buying multifamily properties and commercial and retail. And so he was buying what I call horizontal income streams where he wasn't having to show up to collect those paychecks. They were just getting into his mailbox each and every month and yeah. he was making massive residual income. income. Yep. Yeah, and so yeah. that's what got me exposed to the space. Um, fast forward you know, to where I'm at today, I flipped over about 160 houses um, I have a seven figure real estate, uh, rental portfolio now. And for me, uh, really dialing in the systems and the infrastructure, cause really you scale a business through two things that I've found is through people and through systems and by mm -hmm. identifying great team members and great people to be in business with and having them follow and strategically, you know, really execute on the systems that you put in place. Um, that's where I've been able to kind of cover some of the ground that I've covered in the last, you know, six, seven years that I've been in real estate investing. And so for me, it's been uh, extremely fun. I've been able to travel the country and speak and teach and train on it as a young entrepreneur. Um, I'm partnered in a construction company and, uh, I have the real estate team, wall street journal, top 1000. So we're a real estate team, flipping company, holding company, and then construction company. And all these companies kind of, I was just modeling after, uh, the Warren Buffett model, which is, you know, kind of mm -hmm. having the head of the snake and then being able to cross pollinate all these different businesses. Once they get in the door, there's six doors that they can walk behind that I can still generate income from. Right. And uh, that allowed me to capture other income through those buckets and has given me a lot of freedom and flexibility to now pivot and do some of the things that I'm doing. Um, but I'll say this, you know, it's, it was never, as easy as it may sound when I'm talking about it right now. I mean, I got a black eye and people keep asking me like, who'd you get a fight with? <laughs> it's from my daughter, but I've been joking around and saying, oh, this is just entrepreneurship smack me in the face, right? And <laughs> it really is, you know, every single day I fail. Every single day I fail forward and I utilize those learning lessons and, and con you know, constantly challenge and stretch myself to make sure that I am putting myself in a place to not get complacent and to evolve and to you know transform and transition into new arenas that I've never been in before because I want to continue to build a bigger lifestyle and a bigger opportunity, not only for myself and my family, but for the people that I work with, for the community that I work in, right? And so talking about what we were talking you know, on the topic a little bit earlier of you know wealth building and, and money, um, for me, I just want to be my own best success story. And by doing that, create more of an education platform and more of a hand down or, or a bridge as I'm, you know, barrel of monkeys, right? One arm's always up, one arm's always down. I'm always looking to keep climbing, but I want to make sure that I'm always giving other people the opportunity to, to, to climb up with me uh, should they choose to do that. And so the one space that I know I would consider myself very knowledgeable, not mastered, right? Because I don't think anybody's ever at a level 10. There's always room to grow and improve, especially with how rapidly things change right now. Um, is to you know keep giving other people those opportunities to climb up and uh, and create wealth in the real estate investing space, which I happen to know I would say a, a relatively good amount of stuff on. <laughs> awesome. And, 
and yeah. even open-minded, you know, and, and, that, and that's really what it has been because there's a lot of things that have gone on. There's a lot of things that you've created. There's a lot of slaps in the face. There's a lot of fall, you know, uh, down, but get back up and, and execute. But, you know, you said something really interesting, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck in this is, you know, adding people and, you know, creating change and, you know, looking for systems that – can improve their efficiencies, can improve their communication, can improve their opportunity out there in the marketplace um, because they get in this little, you know, ball. And, and, and that's why I love these shows because it shows, it, 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 it tells a story uh, that everybody's in. If you're building any kind of company, we're all in the same bucket here. Like we're all doing the same thing, folks. And, you know, everybody's trying to figure it out. And that's why I love listening to these stories because, then it makes, well, sometimes it makes you feel even better about where you are, uh, but you also can relate to where people are in their business, and, and that really comes down to, as you said, you know, helping them out, showing them something that they wouldn't have known if, you know, they didn't ask the question or they didn't bump into you, let's say, you know, particularly, uh, but also then showing them something that you're really good at doing, and if they follow a, a framework or they follow a, a system, then their likelihood is, is probably going to be there, uh, which always comes down, and I say this because people say, hey, uh, can I go out there and close a million bucks? Yeah, of course you can. Can you teach me? Well, I can, I can, I can tell you what I did, but I can mm -hmm. honestly tell you that without the action that you're going to have to take and, and, and without the um, learnings and failures and all that stuff, I can't give you the formula. You just got to go do it. Yeah, you got to yeah. take the action, That's the biggest right? thing. And, and it's one of really my that, favorite, that simple. One of my favorite quotes just on that topic, didn't mean to cut you off, was um, no, it's perfect. oftentimes people try and think their way into opportunity or to get clarity. Mm -hmm. And one of, one of my early mentors, he said, clarity doesn't come from thinking. Clarity comes from action. Comes from and all the yeah. cuts and bruises and scraped yeah. knees and falling down, that's what ultimately gives you clarity because you go – Okay, I need to not do that again. Or, hey, I need to double down on that. Or, hey, this actually got me thinking here and I'm going to pivot over here, right? And so, you know, I think a lot of people are constantly trying to think their way into, you know, an opportunity or to success or to wealth when ultimately you just need to keep taking action, but just be aware enough. I think life is such a big awareness game. And so that's why I track my planner obsessively and do the things. Is this my natural personality profile? If you're familiar with personality profiles, no, I'm a fly by the seat of pants kind of guy. And yet, welcome to my club. <laughs> I, I, yeah, but I found that by, and that's most entrepreneurs, right? We are fly by the seat mm -hmm. of our pants kind of people. And yet I found that when I track these things in my planner, really my planner is an awareness tool disguised as a planner because it keeps my brain uh, you know, open to the things that I tell myself are important and or that I know I need to utilize in order to get to that next level of life. And so everybody that's listening right now, where you're at right now was once a stretch for you. Right, whether it's your your routine or your your habits or your disciplines or whatever, was once a stretch for you at some point in your life, but you found a way over time to normalize that. So, what is the next level that's a, currently a stretch for you that you can figure out how to normalize through discipline and consistency and awareness? Mm -hmm. And so, that's the question I'm constantly asking myself on a daily basis: is what do I need to do today to make whatever I think is a stretch for myself just my new normal? And, and that's really what I have found entrepreneurship is this crazy, you know, twist and turn around every single corner. But if I'm aware enough 
I'm just a lot more intentional about catching myself when I'm off track and course correcting or doubling down on the things that are really serving me at a high level. Absolutely. I'm going to go back to something that you said a minute ago, and I think this is a really good point for Blue Ocean Opportunity because everybody has an opportunity within what they currently do to maximize more of the opportunity. And you, you just built a, you built a model of having three or four different companies fulfilling different services within your genre. And I think that is a big key for a lot of people. Instead of trying to go on out and finding how can I get more business doing the one thing that I do, how can I better serve my client base or my customer by offering more of the services they need to become holistic with what they're doing? And I think that's a, that, that's a, a, a big trait that a lot of entrepreneurs miss. They look at, you know, they see this, this field of corn and they go, I'm going to go harvest this field of corn. I'm going to have acres and acres of corn stored. But what they don't look at is, okay, well, what do I do with the chaff? What, what other product can I grow at a different time of the year to continually harvest this, this land? And that's something that you're doing. So it's kudos that, you, that you've understood that and that you've implemented those additional services into the services that you offer because you more holistically serve your client and you give your client a more holistic approach, but it also builds for you much more loyalty and it increases your brand. And you've got brand managers out there that are advisors that are then talking about the holistic approach that you bring to, to their life. So I just wanted to you know, bring that out. That, that's a real blue ocean that I think a lot of entrepreneurs uh, maybe don't know. There are things we know, things we know we don't know, and things we don't know we don't know. Well, mentors and things help us with the, with the last two. And, and being able to have a, a holistic approach and, and fulfilling a greater service within your market is a very honorable thing to do. But I also think it's a thing that most don't think about. But you've done that. And I'm, I'm assuming that that concept is, is you know, some, some words and mission that are in the, uh, the millionaire mindset. And that some of the things that you talk about is to better serve the current clients that you have. Absolutely. I would assume yeah, that I mean, to be the case. So that's the Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's always uh, there's always an outward focus of, you know, serving more, but at the same time of how can we elevate, you know, our 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 service of the people who are already in our ecosystem and create an army of raving fans of success stories that go out and essentially do the outward, you know, uh, sure. effort that we're already doing, right? So there's, yeah, I mean, those go hand in hand. And at the end of the day, you know, I think it's important to to highlight that, you know, I fall down every day. You fall down every day. Like they, oftentimes we look at the most successful people and I've done this and I still do this. Like, man, how does that person do what they do? Like they must be, you know, the best or, you know, but at the end of the day, like we all fall down every day. None of us are perfect. Human beings are flawed, right? And it's about getting off course and getting back on course. If we were on course forever, life would be pretty boring, right? So I think, right. you know, at the end of the day, constantly stretching yourself into these unknown territories, the most successful people, Michael Phelps, you know, you can, you can talk about people operating and performing at the highest levels. They still experience fear and have uncertainty. Right. But I think it's just getting much better right. at our ability to handle that level of uncertainty.
uncertainty. Uncertainty, we've changed our relationship with fear. We've changed our relationship with uncertainty, and that's what keeps us pushing into those uncertain and or fearful spaces in our lives and our businesses. We're almost addicted to it because we know that we can find a way to solve that problem and push through it. And then when you look back on it, you're like, all right, that wasn't that bad. And I learned a whole lot. What's the next space I can go do this in, right? And so, yeah. you know, I think that's where in business, whether it's real estate and wealth building, whether it's, you know, whatever industry you're in, whatever space you're playing in, you know, just to constantly, you know, be playing the game of the mindset and, and to leveling up there, that ultimately mm -hmm. trickles down into all the other pillars of life that will serve you in, in unlocking your definition of locking your freedom in those categories. Yeah, and man, it goes by fast, doesn't game. it? It's the game. It's the game. <laughs> it's the we game. talk about the game a lot, um, mm -hmm. you know. It's, and and really, folks, it's that game you you know um, that you could play with yourself by looking in the mirror, and that's the best place to start. Just look in the mirror and have an honest conversation, and then you know rid yourself of those doubts and fears and if you put you know that's really what blind faith is it's it's a leap of faith it's saying okay if i remove everything and i expect it to happen in my life i don't know how cuz most of the time Matt, you didn't know how you just went and did and then yeah. things fell together and you met people and you connected with someone and something didn't else didn't work out but you know through that conversation or that you know misfortune you met someone else that you know ended up fulfilling something along that journey because um I, I truly believe uh, people like ourselves and you know people listening in as well. We all have this vision about what our life could and you know we want it to be. Um, you just got to trust that it'll happen if you go out there and just you know do the things that are necessary. Hey, listen, this show goes really quick, brother. And I can man, tell, I can man. talk about all this day. all day. It's been almost an hour. For sure, for sure. <laughs> um, but I want to throw out uh, we're featured on C Suite now Radio uh, .com. Come check it out there. Uh, they've got a, obviously a great platform, and we're really excited to be part of them. And you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podomatic is where we like to play right now. Matt, where can they come and hang out with you and find out how to work with you or just be connected with you? Uh, what's, what's the best place to send these folks? Yeah, anybody that's interested in uh, you know the, the Millionaire Mindcast and, and the mentorship, they can go to Millionaire Mentors with an S on the end of that, mastermind.com, Millionaire Mentors, mastermind.com. Uh, if you're more interested in real estate investing and wealth building, uh, the number sixfigureflipper.com, sixfigureflipper.com, uh, they can check that out there or always find me and engage. I'm always uh, engaging with you know people and direct messages on Facebook and or on Instagram. That's facebook.com forward slash Maddie Aitchison or... Um, my uh, handle on Instagram is Matt Aitchison Media, and my last name is A-I-T-C-H-I-S-O-N. Awesome. Thanks so much, Matt. Super. Thanks for joining us. And, Alan, always a great pleasure hanging out with you, my friend, and having these conversations, these fireside <laughs> chats. And, you know, this show has been brought to you by Mavericks Magazine. Keep an eye out for that. We've got some cool stuff coming along. And, uh, of course, it wouldn't be a show without me saying, do something nice for someone today.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.